Good morning, everyone. It's Luigi. Welcome to the Rest of Your Perception podcast. I have a very special guest today that I've been wanting to get on the show since I started. He's a Marine Corps veteran. He started his career in the Marines from 1980. He started in 1987 to 1989 as a Marine Corps secu- on the Marine Corps Security Force in Guantanamo Bay. From 1990 to 92, he attended sniper, Scout Sniper School in Quantico, Virginia. From 93 to 99, he was a Force Recon Marine. From there, he went on to complete Sears School, Army Airborne School, Mountain Leaders, Summer and Winter, Military Freefall, Jump Master School, CQB, Hostage Rescue Termination of Threats School, Deep Infiltration and Extraction Team Course, Applied Explosives Course, Helicopter Rope Suspension Techniques, Combat Diver School, and after Force Recon, he went on to FAST, which stands for Fleet Anti-Terrorist Security Team. FAST Company, Fleet Anti-Terrorist Security Team. He was deployed to Iraq, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Turkey, Yemen, Pakistan, Spain, Somalia, Kuwait, Guatemala, Honduras, and Colombia. Nine years being deployed, fucking shit up, protecting our country. My guest, and that's not even the whole list. My guest today is Marine Corps veteran Eric Perez. Yeah. That's, come on, man. I'm getting better. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. He is also uh, my first guest with my new equipment. So uh, I'm really excited to have Eric on. And uh, we're in Atomic Training and Performance. That's where I do most of the podcasts, man. We're out of Fort Lauderdale. And I'm super excited. Eric. How you feeling about the podcast so far? Man, I'm loving it. I mean, this is my first time doing a podcast, and I'm kind of excited, just like anything else that I do. I mean, anything that I do for the first time, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm awesome. really excited. So, Eric, I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk. I'm getting a little bit of static here. Let me fix this. Okay. So, I wanted to, I think it was your, it was your computer. Is yeah, it? don't do that again. Whatever you did. Let me see. It scared me. What is it doing? Is it, is it doing it? Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Fuck, man. <laughs> shit. All right. Can we curse on this? Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, you can curse. It's All okay. Right. All right. I wanted to talk to you about um, military freefall school okay. at Jump Master School because that's something that's, that, that intrigues me because you told me about that. Um, give me the gist of that because yeah. you told me about the halo jumps yeah. and whatnot a while ago. So this is a school. It's, it's um, Not everyone is honored to go to this type of school. It's It was done when I did my first jump as Halo. Uh, I mean, for anything, you still have to go to Army Airborne School, which all you have to do is five jumps. But like to get actually to jump into there you go. Perfect. Uh, for Halo or Hey-Ho, uh, for people that don't know what those mean, but Halo stands for High Altitude Low Opening. Uh, so, and also there's also called a Hey-Ho Jump, which is a High Altitude High Opening. Uh, so basically, the, the, the biggest difference between the two is the low opening is the halo, which you jump uh, approximately about 15 to 35,000 feet uh, from an airplane. Wow. And, uh, and you basically don't pull until you're close to the ground. And I'm trying to make it a lame turn so people can understand. For a hole jump, you basically pull a couple of seconds. Once you jump out of the airplane, you pull, and you can actually float and navigate 30 miles to your objective. From the air. Really? Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. So, and most of these jumps are done at night. Uh, I've done uh, approximately about six to seven halos and about ten uh, hey holes. 
Wow. From what I remember. And how long are you in the air for? Uh, well, it, it's it all depends. I mean, think about it. If you're floating for 30 miles, I Dude. mean, it, you're up there Dude. for a while, <laughs> right? Because remember, like you pull, and you'll float. But you're wearing night you're, vision. Yeah, no, you have your depend. Yeah, you have your night vision. You have your compass. You have all your gear with you that get you to your objectives. Dude. Yeah, man, it's crazy, That's man. Fucking insane. It's scary. I remember I did my first jump. Even even in going through Army Airborne School, I mean, my first jump, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm jumping out of a plane. I can't believe it. So I jumped out anyway. So if I was going to die, I was going to die. That was your first, you talking about your first, first jump? Yes. yes. Damn. It was in Fort Benning. Fort Benning. Wow. And um, another thing now. So people, people are intrigued by your, your time in service, and we're going to touch on that a lot. Okay. And why uh, another thing that people are intrigued by? Why do you look so young <laughs> when you're 50 years old? Not it's not old, no, no, but no. you look like I'm gonna say I'm gonna go as far as I'm gonna say you look like you're 30. <laughs> you you train like you're 20, right? But you're 50. So right. what the fuck's going on? What are you doing? I, I don't know, man. I think it, it what it is is like uh, like uh, and you know a little bit of my history, like I gained weight and all that stuff. But I think what it is is when you train and, and, and keep moving. So you look at these 50 year olds and 55, even 40, 45, depending. If you just want to sit on the couch, I think you become really old and you start looking old. But if you move and keep moving and keep and, and just train and walk and, and just do things in life, I think you you can stay looking young. And I think that's the fountain the fountain of youth. I think it I, is. But you me. have good genetics too, just not for nothing. Genetics. I do. I do. You My know, father, when when he was alive, he was uh, when he passed away, he was like about sixty five, and and people thought he was like forty five, forty eight. Really? He still looked young. Yes. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Just like you. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, man. So I wanted to touch on uh, some of your, your, your career, basically, in the military, because I know everybody that knows you doesn't know about that, and it's pretty intriguing and it's interesting. And so why, why did you join the Marine Corps? Or why, I would say the military, and what, why was yeah. that your first choice? So um, when I've uh, – so, so just to make a long story short, so uh, – my parents, we were very poor. Uh, we, we really didn't have a lot going for us. I mean, they never even had a car. You know, they walked everywhere and they did everything that they could. So um, I got a little bit into trouble when I was in high school. I graduated high school. I didn't have, I didn't have any type of direction. I didn't, want, I, didn't, I didn't want to go to college. I knew that for a fact. So I started working in a factory real quick. So once I started working in a factory, I said, I said to myself, Eric, real quick, this. move the mic just in front of your face. Yeah. Just so I can hear you better. Yeah, can you, perfect. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So I decided I needed to do something with my life. And I started, and I said to myself, and a buddy of mine joined the Marine Corps. He was in already for two years in. You're good. I'm just going to move it up. There you go. All right. Am I go good? Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and then Sorry. I decided to join the Marine Corps. And then uh, it was the, the best thing I've ever done in my life was to join the Marine Corps and try to get some structure in my life. And how old were you? Uh, I was right out of... <laughs> I think I just turned 17. I went in on the same day as my birthday, which is September 25th. Oh, shit. So it's I'll never up. forget that. That's the same day I went in the Marine Corps. It's also my birthday. Gotcha. And do you have any family that was in the military? Yeah, I do. I have uh, a younger brother. He went into the Air Force, uh, and, uh, and that's it. And my older brother, he's a police officer in New Jersey. Awesome. So now you're in the Marines, and give me the gist and... Tell me about how, why you picked the, the job that you picked the first, the first career, the first MOS that you went to 
Why did you pick that? Well, and what was it? Well, so my first job in the Marine Corps was after I went to the School of Infantry. There was a guy there that he was Cuban, and he found out I was Cuban. No oh, shit. This, this, it's gonna bring up why I end up being in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. No shit. Yeah, really? So, so he goes, you know what? I'm gonna station you in Cuba. So he was one of the uh, the instructors in SOI, and he goes, you know what? It'll be good for you. So I end up going to Cuba in Guantanamo. Um, and it was a security force company. It was actually pretty cool because you had, you had three uh, platoons on one side. You have a leeward side and a windward side. You have three platoons on each side. Okay. So one platoon is on guard. The second platoon is on standby. All they do is train and to see if they call a reactionary force. So if something does happen, they're the first ones out mm-hmm. uh, to assess or take care of whatever's going on. And the third platoon, what they're doing is they have a full week off. So you're one week on, one week on reactionary force, and then one week off. Okay. So it wasn't a bad deal. So this was in Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay, correct. And how was it over there? Oh, beautiful. Let me tell you, uh, it's 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 a paradise. Believe it or not, when I had my week off, I basically lived on the beach. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. That the waters are real clear, and then uh, and and not to mention all the parties that we threw on the beach. Really? Yeah. So in that in that scenario, or at Guantanamo Bay, was it, it wasn't a combat situation? Though. No, I'm it not wasn't. Familiar. But it was, it, uh, uh, like there is there is in Cuba, there's a fence line. So you have you're standing guard on one side. The Cubans on the other side are standing guard on their side. In between, there's a, a an active live minefield. Oh. So, in between is an active live minefield and then what it is is like we're looking at them they're looking at us and then what was weird is because like i remember standing on post uh, one night actually it happened a couple of nights and things would explode in the middle of the night so oh really yeah so i would call my reactionary force something exploded i gave them a, a degree in azimuth where the, the explosion was and when they found out it was like animals you know like a cow was walking in the middle no of the way and exploded yeah that's what it was wow yeah, it's crazy so so you're in Guantanamo Bay from 1987 to 1989. Now, would you say that that was the most fun you had in the Marines? Um, I, I don't think, well, it was fun on the week off that I had, but I don't, I don't think it was the most fun. Gotcha. I don't think, I don't think so. But it was, it was great because I was, it is the Caribbean, and it was nice to have that full week off. That, I mean, they had one officer's club, they had one enlisted club, and then it ended up us being enlisted, always going over to the officer's club, and, you know, things happen, and uh, that's a different story. <laughs> so you had a, you had a good time. That's we good. had a good time, correct. So then from 92 to, from 90 to 92, you went to Scout Sniper School, or you so, were, go ahead, yeah, elaborate so, uh, on that. So they had tryouts when I was in Guantanamo, and I was, and I was already an expert coming out of boot camp, uh, pistol and rifle. Okay. And... Uh, so they had trials for Scott Sniper, and I said, oh, wow, let me try this shit. I, I think I can pass this. So it's a, it's a three-week indoc that they did. I passed it with flying colors. Uh, they didn't think anything of it, but then— You said an indoc? What is that? In, indoctrination. So you okay. have to go through some tests, shooting, uh, physical fitness, you know, all, all the stuff to indoc because every, everything in the Marine Corps— especially something that is specialized, you have to do some type of indoc before they even say, okay, you can go to this school. Gotcha. If you don't pass, if you can't pass running three miles at a yeah. certain, I mean, you're not going to make the, school, the actual school school. Yeah. So you have to do the basics, the real basics, before you can actually go to these schools. Gotcha. So you did scout yeah, sniper so, school. So, so I, did, uh, I, did, I did the indoc for three weeks. Then, uh, and being in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, you only stationed there for one year. 
Okay. So by the time I was leaving, trying to get to my next duty station, uh, I had orders out of the blue to go to Scott Sniper School, the actual Scott Sniper School in Quantico, Virginia. So, and that was interesting. That, that, that course took about three months. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was really tough. Uh, there was times when I thought uh, like I wasn't gonna make it, but uh, of course, you know, like I don't give up and, uh, and I sh basically shot my way to victory on that one. That's awesome. So then from there, you yeah. went to Force Recon. Uh, so, so let me back up here. Uh, so I did Scott Sniper School. I, I, did the, I passed the Scott Sniper School. I was attached to 3rd Battalion 9th Marines. Uh, deployed. Uh, oh, you got deployed. Yeah, I gotcha. got deployed. So I was attached to Scott Snipers uh, with the State Platoon, which stands for Surveillance and Target Acquisitions. Um, so I was, I was attached to 3rd Battalion, 9th Marines. Uh, did a deployment with them to Iraq, uh, the first Iraq war. Uh, did a couple of stuff out there, a couple of missions with them. Okay, so you were a sniper out there in yeah, the first correct, Iraq War. Correct. Okay. Uh, this was Desert Storm? Desert, Desert Shield. It started out as Desert Shield. Okay. And then, but, so we just don't do just shoot. One shot, one kill. We also do reconnaissance as well. So, so we are the eyes of the battalion. So usually what happens is we'll get deployed out. The, the battalion says, look, I need to see what's out here. So they'll use one of us, an asset, myself, and a spotter. We'll go out, low crawl, do whatever, get to the spot without getting uh, seen or anything, and uh, we'll report back to battalion saying this is a safe gotcha. route, this is not a safe route. I do see the enemy. I do, do not see the enemy. This was before you tried out for Force Recon, correct? Correct, correct. Force Recon okay. is a little bit later. I'm still with the battalion as a scout sniper. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. so this is later on. This is a couple of years later when I tried out for Force Recon. How long were you in Iraq for the first for Operation Desert Shield. Uh, so it was kind of weird because we got deployed once once they considered that there was a threat. We were there before Shield was there. Okay. Uh, actually, no. Desert Shield came on. And we got deployed immediately, um, and then of course there's a storm. And gotcha. When, right. And then okay. And how was your experience over there dealing with with that? Oh, it was crazy. I mean, uh, the morale. I mean. Um, the morale kind of sucked, but like I can tell you a story like why the morale, some, some of it sucked because I mean, you're in the suck, right? So, I mean, we didn't shower. I didn't shower. I don't think I, I <laughs> it was weird. So my first shower was like six months in. Damn. I mean, we took whole baths, you know, like little water baths. Yeah, know, that's you, not you a real shower. Your, your private parts. It's not a shower shower, right? But yeah. an actual bath, I mean, not a, a shower. It was like six months in and what they did is they took they took a, a big truck and and a guy stood on top with a hose. We were all naked in the desert, so there was like twenty people at a time, all no naked in the shit. desert with a bar of soap, and he holds you down and then you wipe and then you you know, you lather up, clean up a little bit, and then he holds you down and then next. No next, shit. Next and that was your real sh first real that, shower that my, in my six months. Yeah, like in six months. Yeah. Holy shit. But the thing shit. is like you don't smell somebody. Like they stink. You don't. Because everyone smells, everyone smells the same. Everyone smells the same. Smells you the all same. smell yeah. like shit. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I remember, like, my Damn. brother sent me a... So, it, so there is very illegal to get liquor. So my brother sent me a package of, of cheese. I know how he got it in, but a big package of cheese, but he stuffed, like, Southern Comfort on the bottom of no it. No way. That's stuff. awesome. Yeah, so it was cool. So me and my buddy, a Puerto Rican guy, me and my buddy, we went at, I, I show it to him, and he goes, dude, don't show nobody. Don't show nobody. So I go, okay, we won't. 
So we, we looked, it was like three o'clock in the morning. So we, we went out in the middle of the desert. We said we we're gonna go take a shit, but we actually, you know, started drinking. Oh, of course. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> and you know that, that happened. I, I think, man, customs, when they see shit go to the Marines or go, go overseas, they, they're like, let's let this shit yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I man. sent my buddy some bottles of liquor when he oh, was so there. He did too. And he sent me pictures of him yeah. holding the liquor. And I was like, dude, you guys fucking need it. Yeah, yeah. Give the motherfuckers, a, give the guys a break. No shit, man. Because you know what? I think in the Marine Corps, you know, I always thought about like the soccer psychological things on the Marine Corps, they keep you pissed off 24-7. The food sucks, the sleep sucks, deprivation, all that shit. So when a time of war comes, you just want to fucking kick ass, man. Yeah. And I think they do that on purpose, honestly. Because when I became an E6, I saw myself doing the same thing with the younger Marines. Pushing really? them, pushing them, pushing them. They get pissed off. I didn't, I didn't care. I just pushed them, pushed them, pushed them. But in the long run... If something went down, they would they would be ready. I mean, you can never be ready for combat because you know no. just that's just you know you, you can't you can train as close as possible to combat, but it's not the same when you're actually in combat. They can't. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. There's no. How way. the hell do you imitate no, that? You, you can't. You can't. It's impossible. I mean, but it, what you, we can do is, is is make sure the Marines are ready. That's awesome. So, from there. Okay. So that was uh, we were just talking about uh, Desert Shield. The gist of it. Yeah, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Roughly. right? With my first duty station with in, in the battalion with 3rd Battalion, 9th Marines, which don't exist no more, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they disbanded that, that unit. Okay. So then, after that, uh-huh. you were a scout sniper. You were attached to that battalion. Right. And then, uh, so from there, I come back, uh, come back from deployment with them, and then uh, they attached me uh, to other uh, platoons, uh, did some deployments elsewhere. Where'd you and, go? Um, can you talk about that or no? Um, it all depends. I mean, we okay, can talk don't worry about, about it. Later. Yeah, no, don't worry. It all about depends. It. Um, so we did some other deployments, other places. Uh, did my job and then came back. Okay, so then your next phase oh, okay. of uh, of your military career w- was with Force Recon. So what? Why did you go that route? So what gave you the idea? I, so I was so stoked. And explain to people what Force Recon yeah, is. So Force Recon, right? So, I mean, Force Recon is your equivalent to your Navy SEALs, right? So uh, you have Force Recon, part of so. Well, actually, the Marine Corps, was a, Marine Corps did not want to be part of SOCOM. So, the, so which uh, is Special Operations Command, correct? correct? So which is every other branch of the military, except the Marine Corps. Except the Marine Corps, Marine Corps because wanted to be their own, <laughs> own they, special so operations. Stubborn, so stubborn. <laughs> they wanted to be their own. So they special start operations group. So that's Marsoc. Marsoc, correct. And SOCOM. SOCOM is, is everybody else. Army, Navy, anybody else, Air right, Force. Right. Marines wanted to be alone. They wanted to have their so own funny. SOCOM. You know, their own personal SOCOM because. Because we are different. We're better than anybody else. That's funny, man. <laughs> it, it didn't matter to me. I mean, I didn't look at it like that. You know, to me, I wanted, like, after, after what I've done as, as a sniper, I wanted, I wanted something more. So I got really intrigued of, uh, like, knocking on doors. Because especially when I was, like, um, overseas, especially, like, in Iraq and these crazy-ass locations, there were times when I was, like, I'd be with the Marines close to them, and then I see them, like, going door-to-door, door-to-door, knocking doors, and I say, man, I want to do that. I don't want to stand, you know, like, 500, 600 meters away to take a shot. I want to be in the shit with these guys, you uh-huh. know, because these are my guys, right? And I protected them as much as I could, right? So, um, so I looked into Force Recon, and they had a, they had a uh, in-dot coming up, and I did that. Passed with flying colors, a lot of swimming, 
Do you remember fuck. what's the uh, what was the in doc for that? Can you remember roughly? Or? Uh, I don't know. So it's a lot of running, a lot of physical, a lot of uh, it's, it was a lot of mental mind fuck. Um, um, swimming is one of the biggest things. If you can't swim, uh, how long is it? It's this. not. This is not. You're not talking about the PFT, right? You're not no, no, talking no. about so the physical test. So this is test. more advanced stuff, right? This, this is, is like, when you pass the PFT. Yeah, the Marine Corps PFT, from what I remember, is a three mile run. Uh -huh. Now. To get the perfect score is a three-mile run under 18 minutes. Okay. 18 minutes or less. Uh, 20 dead hang pull-ups. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you don't, and then uh, and then you have, I believe it was 100 sit-ups. Okay. Right. All on time. Right. So, but that's just the basic to get the perfect score. I mean, if you say you come in in three-mile, I mean, the three-mile run. If you come in at 20 minutes. You don't get the the hundreds. So yeah, the hundred. You'll get maybe eighty points. Yeah, you know. But anyway, I got you. But, but uh, I'm saying to forget yeah. to 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 qualify for force recon. Yeah. School. So there's a lot of obstacle course. Uh, you have to run it back and forth, back and forth. Oh, okay. It's a lot of stuff. It's swimming was insane. Uh, I mean, they would tie us up in the pool. Though, I mean, we jump in there, use bricks. This is just to get into force recon. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, just to get in. I mean, because it's it's it, it's if you can't handle those little things yeah you're not going to be able to handle when you're out in the field when you have to break down those doors yeah right and, and take care of the situations i mean these little things they think okay what is swimming out there well we live in the water right so we're in the water we jump out of whatever mm -hmm. it's the water we scuba dive if you if you can't swim and you're scared of scuba diving that it, you're not even going to make it so they need to weed out all those people was that an all-day testing yeah so, when, when so they'll they'll do hell week they'll do all kinds of shit like i remember hell week was uh this was in doing a, the cqb course so um, you guys yeah. so you guys had a hell week to get yeah this is so what i'm saying is um because i just want to backtrack a little bit because yeah. the pft was just an, a, a, a yeah, day it's thing, a Marine Corps just thing. a day thing yeah it's a day thing so right. then you pass that and Correct. now you're into force recon school? No, you, so you there's a, like I said, uh, uh, so there's always an in doc to make sure you can pass. They want to make sure before they send you to school, waste that money sending you to school. Okay, okay, gotcha. So they they, want, they so you go through other tests. Yes. More harder than just the basic test. Okay. So you'll go do an in doc, make sure you pass, and then if you can pass that, then they'll submit you into to the school. Gotcha. So okay. Just like, yeah, just like even in the scout sniper school. Remember, I had a three-week in doc. Yes. If I didn't pass that, I would not have gone to Quantico, Virginia. Okay. To become a full-blown sniper. Okay. So, so there's phases before they want to make sure. I mean, they're not going to send anybody go over there, and then they fail. Gotcha. Right. So, how long was uh, this the Force Recon School? So that one was approximately about three months long. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So every, everything. <laughs> Everything is always months, you know. So yeah. And then, but that's just a, that's just the training and stuff like that. But then you start once you pass that, you start getting into your your specialties, and that's when we can go into like uh, you're like yeah, your plastic explosives and stuff. Sears like school. Sears school. All that shit. So now with, um, with in force in in the force recon school, would you say the three months that you were in there was that on a difficulty level compared to the other schools after oh, yeah, what do you think that was one of the most difficult schools uh, and we can talk about more uh, of cqb because to me cqb is one of the you know we'll talk about that one later but yeah that's that's cool to me was one of the hardest and the hardest for me i would say is because of the swimming swimming you basically live in the water yeah you will not you can shoot 
100%, you can run 100%, but if you cannot swim, you're not making it. Yeah. You have to learn how to swim. Shit. You have to learn how to swim. Whether, oh, I'm sure. Whether, like, if you're, I mean, they, they basically tie you up, jump in the pool, you stay there. You have to learn. I mean, they basically tie our hands and feet. So they call it a bobble, the way you go down to the bottom, you kick up, take a breath, and go back down. Yeah. Kick up, take a breath. You see that on the documentaries yeah, they do I with mean, the Navy I mean, it's and crazy. whatnot. If, if people freak out on that. How are you going to act in the real when the real shit hits the fan? You yeah, know, you can't. You can't. They don't want that. What did you get um, out of Force Recon School as far as like? Uh, what did you get out of it? Positive. Some positive things you got yes. out of it, so and I, negatives. Yeah. You know, well, the negative. The, the negatives. I, I did see. Let me talk about the positives first. So the positive first is I. I think it really made me realize. Some of my weaknesses, and, mm-hmm. and I always thought I was pretty much of a badass. Yeah. Um, but I, I see how the instructors, they will not let you fail. I've seen a lot of positive on, on how they want you to pass. I mean, if, if you were struggling, the instructors would help you. And, and, and I like that, that teamwork. That, yeah. Uh, the team. We worked as a team. The, the positive, like, I got your back. You know, I'm not letting you fail. Yeah. You know, the, just the positive things of, of that in, in that nature. Uh, some of the bad things, yeah, I mean, it sucked. It hurt. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That shit hurt. It hurt really bad. Yeah. But, but I, I would never quit. Did you get injured? Uh, I did, but I pushed through it. I mean, uh, it wasn't an injury where it would kick me out of school. Yeah. But uh, I never said anything. Uh, but it, like I said, it was not something that would kick me out of school. If I broke a leg, I can't help it, right? Yeah, yeah. If I broke my arm, I can't help it. But I was sore everywhere. I was basically sore 24-7. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it hurt. So after Forest Recon School, what happens after that? So then... Uh, Did you go back and visit family and whatnot? Uh, yeah. It was, it, How old I, were you? Man, some years back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> I was young. I mean, uh, I was in my 20s because all this happened pretty fast for me. Uh, probably late twenties at that time. Um, but yeah, but then I, you know, it's kind of weird because I got really attached to the teams. Uh, I, it was weird because I did not want to really go home. Yeah. Because we were such a tight group. Yeah. Really tight group. How and many guys graduated from four Street? Oh, so it all depends. I mean, like you can have a, a class of thirty. Okay, and, closer. Uh, there you go. Yeah, you can have a class of like 30 and then only maybe 14 pass. I mean, and same thing with Scout Sniper School, right? Gotcha. So there was a class maybe of 14, 15, maybe, and then only uh, six of us graduated. It all depends, right? Gotcha. Um, but but the thing is, like, once you get to these units, these specialized units, like, remember, so I've worked with infantry guys. They're tight. But to work in special ops and with Force Recon and then not just that I just work with them. I worked with, with Delta. I worked with SEALs. Yeah. Actually, the, you know, the, the race, uh, the Battlefrog race, yeah. those Navy SEAL guys. Yeah. I've operated. I haven't even talked to the guy. I, I've, I've seen I've operated oh, really? with him. Yeah. That's so cool. It, it was just the weirdest fucking thing. And yeah. we talked, right? That's funny. So, yeah. So, it, it's, the community is small, but it's tight. Real tight, right? And um, you just miss that, right? Like. Yeah, you I'm get sure. out and you're like, you can't have that here. Like, no, you can get close uh, to it, but, you, but, but, but the thing about it, it's like, how you, you sleep with these guys, 
Not sleep with the I got you. You, know what you probably I did. No. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I got to tell you a story about a guy named Fell. <laughs> fucking Fell. Had the biggest fucking, you know, whatever. And, and we used to make fun of him, this white guy. And we're like, dude, you should do porn movies, man. We used to take showers. And the guy would, like, turn around. And you're like, dude, get that shit away from me, right? So it was, it was just funny. It was funny. No, and the yeah. thing is... In a combat situation, yeah. come on, man. You can't. There's no. no one that can compare that. I've never been through that. You, you, it's not even close unless you were there. And that's why. And that's that's the thing with. I feel not. I feel it's true. Right. When you got a, um, a military guy coming back from combat, it, they have a hard time getting back to society. Right. And I want to touch on it with you as well. Yeah, I got a story. And, story and do you feel like it's affected you? Well, like uh, being through combat. Um, for me personally, no. Uh, like, uh, I remember, I told a few people about this. Uh, like, I remember coming out of a track, and this is one scenario that happened to me personally. Coming out of a track, and things were exploding around me. What's a track? Uh, so, it's, it's a troop carrier where it's basically a big box, okay. right? Uh, where you have maybe 15, 60 Marines inside. Okay. And it's, it's like a tank, but it just carries troops to, the, to their destination. Is, is this and your then it SF drops, guy? And then, and then the back drops, and the Marines filter out. Is this with your Force Recon platoon? or This is, this is when I was with, sni- with the, the snipers, okay. the, uh, the 3rd Battalion, 9th Marines. Okay, so go ahead. I was attached ahead. to platoons. Right? Gotcha. So, you're... Right. So I remember getting out of the track, and then uh, things were exploding around me. I don't know if it was like the fog of war. There's this thing with the fog of war where you don't really pay attention. You're kind of like disorientated and stuff like that. So things were exploding around me, and then I did not hear anything. Uh-huh. And my, one of the sergeants behind me was screaming my name. I didn't even hear that. Really? All I was doing was like, I still remember this, little puffs of black smoke around me and i was like what is that and i'm like i should be running but i'm just looking at these things till the sergeant behind me grabs me and pulls me and goes what the fuck are you doing i'm like fuck i just woke up it was like i was in a trance wow yeah it was crazy it was crazy what was that what was so there was things exploding around us i'm thinking that whatever came close to me did not explode Wow. Think about what I'm saying. Yeah. Some, somebody was watching my back at that time. Wow. So, and this, and it was like, I still remember it. It was three blacks, puffs of black smoke that went off. It's the second one went off and the third one, and none of them exploded right next to me. No shit. And I was just standing there. And this was enemy fire? This is, yeah, you guys yeah, firing at sure, you? Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, so from that yeah. situation, what'd you guys do? Um, so no, we went, we went back into the track cause they, the commander, the commander tells us go back into the track, deploy elsewhere. But as us as snipers, we're trying to find positions to take shots. Right? Yes. So we get away from the platoon cause we're not going to, we're not very effective with the platoon. We're more effective with myself or, 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 or the, or the, um, um, my, my other teammate okay. to get away from the platoon. Right. Yes. So we can take our shots, uh, us. Either I am the spotter or he is the shooter or, or vice versa. We both train the same way. Right? Gotcha. So we have to. Do um, you uh, go yeah. ahead. Do you feel comfortable talking about any of your situations being no. a sniper in, a no, li- in no. live combat? I, mean, I can tell you, I can tell you, I, and I brought this up before, that, that was one scenario where I think I kind of like didn't know where I was at. Yeah. Uh, another scenario, I remember walking uh, in a guy 
I'm behind my, my M40 and I'm behind and then some guy walks up to me and I fuck it was a an officer, his face, half of his face was gone. Okay. But I could see his jaw and he goes, he's trying to talk to me, and I'm just looking at him, I'm like, I'm like, fuck. And he, he says, I know I'm fucked up. No way. Yeah, so I scream out for Corman. Yeah. I bring him down. The guy that's fucked up, I bring him down, pull him down. I'm screaming out for Corman. Corman comes, takes him away, and I just keep continuing my mission, right? Were you guys under fire, I assume, yeah, at yeah, that yeah. point? We so he got shot sure. in the face, whatever no, happened. Well, he got, no, he didn't get shot in the face. He, uh, it was probably shrapnel or something that ripped gotcha. off his face, you know, like an explosive or something like that. Oh, shit. And that was one yeah. of your guys? Yeah, not, not one of my guys, but uh, from another platoon. Really? Another platoon, yeah. What my happened? Guy, my guys, like I said, we work in teams, like t just myself and my and my spotter, right? Yeah. Or vice versa, depending what what role I want to play. Well, that I mean, obviously, you bringing him down to safety and then continuing yeah, the mission—that's yeah, that's that's just part of your training. The first thing I saw, I saw him. I said, "Holy shit!" I brought him down. I called for Corman, but like I, I remember I froze because I never seen that. Like a guy, half his face is gone. You see his jaw, you see his the bones and all that, and of his teeth, and he's trying to talk to me. His tongue—I mean, it just looked wicked. But I just brought him down and I called for Corman. And then once he took him, I kept going. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you're yeah. trained. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't you think that affected me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that stuff affects me. No. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody's different. Everybody is different. Everybody's there's, different. There's people that do come out of it and they are effective negatively. Uh, but it, I wouldn't even say negatively. I mean, I guess it does because if it hinders your life and, and messes with your head, PTSD, you know, that yeah, has to affect people. Of course. And, uh, but it's, I don't know how to say it, that there, there, there is ways to, to, to help it, you know? Right. I mean, like people do get affected by it and some people don't. And that's why you're saying you don't. So that's, I, I don't get affected. Like people ask me like, you know, like, uh, they say, you think you have PTSD? I said, no, I don't. I mean, for me personally, I mean, you, you can, I mean, I hate to say it, but I can see the most gruesome stuff in, and I have. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't affect me. Yeah. One scenario, walking where they, they, um, another scenario, yeah, they walking through a, a field where they had bombed. Yeah. And you see all these people burnt. Yeah. I mean, like, it yeah. doesn't affect me at all. It yeah. doesn't affect me at all. I mean, they would do that to us, right? Yeah. They would bomb us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kill us, whatever. We did that to them. It's a job. Yeah. I join, I join, and that's and that's what we we're supposed to do. It really, a lot of it, I think, comes down to the, the way you you perceive it and your perception on it. I keep saying perception every fucking podcast. No, no, yeah, fuck. But it, it's man. true. Um, it's it's your perception on the situation, and if you, I think, if you if you go into it knowing that you're going to experience violence and violence is a normal thing and sometimes violence is necessary in certain scenarios unfortunately i think people will think about it differently really right i mean you feel the same about that i mean i mean obviously it's going to affect you if your friend is messed up that's fucked up i know but that's going to affect you but if we as a society looked at violence differently uh -huh. in that sense in a war sense like you went in there that's how they trained you you went in there knowing that that's what you're getting yourself into so you were kind of prepared yourself for it, yeah. I, remember, I guess, but I, I, other yeah. it still affects. I mean, other people get affected, so there's I, it's it's tough. I guess it depends on the person. It is, and this, this is why I think it is. It's, it's the person, yeah, the mindset. Um, like I said, like me and my buddy, the Puerto Rican guy, yeah, we were really tight. 
He was my spotter. He's my shooter. I'm yeah. his spotter. I'm his shooter, right? Yeah. We were tight. That was my guy, right? Uh-huh. And I remember when they said, we're deploying, and we get out, like, we're, we're flying into a, a position, right? So they drop us off. It's just him and me. Yeah, it's man. It's him and me. That's wild. You're doing, doing a recon mission, right? And then we're like, fuck, if this is it, man, if we're going to die, let's just fucking, let's just go gung-ho and fuck. Like, we didn't care. We yeah. didn't give a shit about nothing. I guess nothing, you can't, right? right? No, it is what it is. I'm not going to fucking, like, worry about that because I had a job to do. I have battalions behind me depending on me to do my job to give them intel, right? Yeah. So I can't worry about me dying. I can't worry about any of that shit. Yeah, man. Me and my guy were there, call intel, move to the extraction points, and then get, and get evac'd out. So. Wow. Yeah, man. And. I guess it goes back to the motto, my, the mission always comes first. Mission always comes first, man. Always. No matter what. Mission always comes first. It's the job. That's, that's crazy, man. And that's awesome. And you, you committed to it. And it's guys, the few guys like you that make the difference, I think. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, hey, man, it it's is. the truth. I mean, you, got, I, you got to call like you see it. I mean, because yeah. when people realize that it's, it's a job they got to do, they put everything else aside. You know, like you watch these movies and, and, and it... A lot of it is off base, you know, like it's all based on f facts, even though they inflate some of the shit in the movies. Yeah. Right. But it's based on facts like, you know, people really don't understand uh, what really goes on in these places while everybody's back here partying. See, I understand it. Right. Yeah. And I really think about like how much the freedoms that we have here because of guys like that. Yeah. Guys that I've worked with. Right. Yeah. Guys like that. Um, so there was, the, so there was 13 of us. No, actually there was 10 of us in my platoon. Okay. Right. 10 of us. And only myself and four of the guys made it back. So really? I lost, not under me, but in my platoon. I knew them personally. I lost, they, you know, they, they, they got, they got killed. Right. Yeah. So it's, and I, <sighs> It's okay, in, uh, man. Talk to in, me. Uh, in, You're good. Uh, uh, this, this is touching me right now. Hey, man. It's all good. You take your time. Uh, whatever you so anyway, do. so I live for what they did. People here need to understand, like, yeah. you should be very happy to live in this country. Absolutely. And, and the fuckers that don't like this country should leave. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's, it's interesting because people are quick lately. People are quick to judge people without understanding their situation and being trying to put themselves in their in other people's shoes and that's what a lot of people do and unfortunately like people want to shit on on war and i yeah, get it do. i get it but they don't understand how we have what we have today that's right it's it's it's, it's crazy right. and and that's just a problem people are always have a problem with something and they, they don't look at all sides of it Right. That's the thing. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, like, I'd rather, like, you know, like, I'd rather, like, you say thank you and move on. Yeah. I don't need shit from you. I don't need shit from anybody. Yeah. I'm my own man. You know, I'm working. I do what I, what I need to do, right? But yeah. just just understand that there is people out there why you can do all this shit that you're doing here. Yeah. While you're partying, doing fucking drugs you know, banging chicks. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Whatever makes you fucking happy, right? Yeah. 
and and for for them for not just guys, girls too, every, everyone, everyone, yeah. right? They need to understand that there's shit that goes on that I that I've done and I've seen. Yeah. That like gives the freedoms that what we have here today. Absolutely. You know? So yeah, like, man, it's just crazy. But it's it's I'm I'm glad that you're on here talking about it because a lot of people don't know that and a lot of people don't understand it. So they can we could shed a little bit of light on that. Yeah. You know, and it's cool because I can talk to you about how you apply it in your life now, right. what you learn from there. Hold on, this thing is giving me feedback, man. Give me a second. And I could talk to you how you you apply it to your life now, which I think is pretty cool. And and again, I mean, I appreciate you talking about it because I know some of it, it has to be a sore subject. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I, you know, like uh, it kind of touched me when I started talking about my, my, my buddies. Like uh, it never it hasn't touched me in a while. But now, now I think about it, it does touch me. Because, of course. You know, so another thing, like I have a tattoo on my chest. right? Yes. It's a line. Yeah. So we all said to each other before we got deployed, we're going to all get tattoos of one thing that we all agree upon. Yeah. So we said we're going to get this line on my chest. Right. Yeah. And you see. So it's it's basically a symbol of heart of a lion, right? Like yeah. the strength of a lion, right? So that's why we all got it. So it's kind of sad because 10 of us got it and only five of us came back. Right? Yeah, man. So four of my buddies and myself, right? So that's... it, it kind of sucks. Like, so like the, the, the chain to me is kind of broken. It's not the same, but I live, I you... live for those guys. Yeah. I know what they did. Yeah. People don't understand what they did. I do. Absolutely. You know? And the thing is, Eric, um, the position that you're in, I, I don't like to put people on a pedestal, but I kind of do with guys like you because, in a sense, you... I don't know how to explain it, but it's you did something that people don't understand, and it takes a lot because I know it probably pisses you off a lot of the time that people don't understand it, but you can't fault them for it. No, you know? I don't. They don't know. They'll never know. No, they won't. You know? So it's that's that's it's that select few and mm -hmm. i kind of know because i know people and I, I i read up on it and i respect it and i know guys that done what you've done and the few that have right. been with you in, in doing those type of things and it's um they're it's it's just it's a few select that can yeah and, that. and you can't it's you can't fault the civilian the civilian for for not knowing and you just got it like just no, gotta let it, you know, let them go. I, I do let it go. I mean, I don't let, I don't let any of that phase me. I, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. But I kind of wish, like, it kind of does, those, Eric. Those type of, those, <laughs> it those does kind of people. You. Don't even tell me. Those <laughs> oh, it doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't bother me. But I kind of wish. I think of myself. Those fuckers don't understand. I wish they would fucking join for one year, Eric, and see. What Eric, the fuck they'll never. I mean, I can't say I understand because I don't yeah. fully understand. But I, I, I. I I try to be empathetic towards it, try yeah. to put myself in, in that situation and respect it. That's all I can do, you oh, know? Yeah, no, for sure, and I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's all I can do. See, you're different from other people that like, don't understand, don't care, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely okay with that. You're not okay with that. Because, okay no, with I am okay <laughs> <with> that. <laughs> because you know why? They can do that. No, the yeah. People like us, that what we did, right? Yeah. And the people that are still in there doing shit that, Right you, now, I have no clue what's going on. Yeah, I, I I know what I think is going on. Yeah, but there's more shit going on right now. When I was compared to when I was in, there's just tons of shit going on right now. Yeah, you know. So oh, of course, 
You know, I mean, and I have a cousin in the Navy right now. I don't know where the fuck he is, but he's doing some weird shit too. Yeah, so, shit that's necessary. Yeah, I get it. You yeah, know, I get that. So, I remember, I remember t- getting briefs like, like believe it or not, the little things. So, I, you know, you want me to tell you what's the funniest thing I've done in the Marine Corps? Go ahead. Okay. So this is when I was. I a, see because uh, you're getting. I'm glad because you're getting excited. I see yeah, your I'm shoulders getting excited because th- <laughs> you asked me that question of being what was the most funniest thing, right? Yeah. So, so this is when I was a scout sniper. Yeah. Um, so we flew into California. Well, I was in California, but it was a certain part of California where they gave us the coolest fucking mission ever, right? Uh-huh. Which was to seek out drug labs. Really? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. So there were flies <laughs> on these fucking, like, uh, Vietnam, Hueys, and fucking shit like that. In California? Yeah, in California. Holy shit. So, like, I mean, there's a lot of planning to shit like this, but, like, we were going in the middle of the night, dark, fucking uh, get dropped off on top of my, You can't even land. These fucking guys are amazing flyers, right? Oh, man. So they would, they would, I wish you can see it, but they would land on top of, not land on top, but they would get to next to the mountain and, and hover. Wow. And we just jump off, right? And they go away. So we're there, me and my buddy go, okay, I take out my compass. I take out my, my map. And, okay, we're about three clicks away. That's about 3,000 meters. Uh uh, three clicks away from our objective, where we need to be to spot, right? And of course, we're not allowed to get caught and just yeah. like anything else, right? Uh, only engage if you're engaged. All the, all all the rules of engagement apply. Yeah. But I can imagine if we engage a civilian in oh, California. Good God, <laughs> I imagine. I can imagine the storyline of that one. But that was fun, though, doing uh, that. Oh, it was so fun because what, what, I remember this. So, so me and my buddy, we humped across the mountains, right? In California, in California got fucking some crazy mountains. But then when we got a little bit closer, we had a low crawl. We pulled out our ghillie suits. We, we low crawl, low crawl, low crawl. We got to our position. We hide position, right? And then I'm looking at the, and it's already breaking daylight now, right? Yeah. So we're waiting, we're waiting. And then we see a guy fucking like with the nickel plated gun on his hip. No way. Right? And then we're seeing like vehicles coming in and out and out. But we don't know. We was like, me and my buddy were like, should we call this in? Fuck it. Let's just call this in and see what happens, right? Uh-huh. And that was our job. So if you think something's going on, call it in. So we were there about two, three hours observing this guy. Okay. Shit coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, and then these tubes. Uh, I mean, I'm not big into drugs, but I'm assuming they're doing something with the water and all this bullshit, okay. right? So anyway, uh, so we call it in. DAA uh, went out there. So we... We're watching them coming in. DEA? DEA okay. Right? So they come in and did the raid. And then once we would say, okay, they did the raid. So let's just get the fuck out of here. So we, we humped back. No, even, no one ever knew we were there. No shit. So we so humped back. I didn't know they used you guys no, for that. That was the first time. I didn't even think they can do that. To be honest with you. <laughs> but anyway, we fucking accepted the mission. We're like, fuck, we do it. So, so we did like, so I did like 10 of these over there. So every time that like they need snipers to hey they want you to do surveillance on drug labs and stuff fuck I raise my hand and I'm like I fucking do it man you know dude and, and you know what believe it or not it's it's like Eric, peaceful man. it was fun it was peaceful me and my guy talking we're observing talking shit and we call it in or we don't call it in we don't see anything but you know you get the coolest guys they fly you back but everything's done at night right so yeah. Like, even during the day, we'll, we'll, we'll get out of there. We'll wait to get extracted. We get extracted at night all the time. Was so. this in Force Recon? 
No, this one, this was still as a scout sniper. As a scout sniper. No yeah, I went shit. back in time and that. Yeah. No shit. This one, I was stationed with three nine third battalion. I mean, when we got back and I got stationed in the other uh, battalions, that it was like, fuck, man, this is some cool shit. That is pretty cool. That sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, a lot of people. I, I didn't tell anybody about that one. Back no, then. I, I yeah, guess yeah. not. It, it was cool. So like, uh, I remember, man. That that was the that was fun as hell. I remember because like even at night when we were like getting our briefs. Okay, what do you see? Okay, I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. Okay, and then you know some will be hits, some will not be hits. Meaning it's it's a good hit or not hit. Meaning it was a drug lab or not drug lab. Gotcha. So, but it was cool. That was that was that was probably the best thing. I, like kind of fun. I like doing that. That's cool. And then, and when you went to uh, Force Recon, did you uh, do any missions in the states? Or? Yeah, no, uh, nothing you no, could. You no. <laughs> no, we did a lot of training in in state, but a lot of our stuff. Uh, we, like I said, uh, like out of my close to 14 years in the Marine Corps, uh, it was nine years overseas. Uh, a lot of it was deployments. Uh, you know, things will things will get um, things. Things, good, would, things would get a little bit crazy, yeah. um, but uh, with Force Recon, yeah, it's one, of, it's it's it is the best, top-notch unit I've ever been with. Yeah, and I worked with a lot of other guys on other units as well, and uh, it's it's really really top-notch. Is there anything you can go into detail with that or no? Yeah, I mean, uh, any I, any scenario that you did you feel comfortable talking about? So yeah, um, well, so we went into. Uh, one of the countries where uh, they needed us to get information okay, uh, and secure the building, um, grab, uh, I remember tying, tying people down, okay. uh, blindfolding them, tying people down, blindfolding them, grabbing, the, grabbing stuff out, uh, and, and bringing assets back to the helicopters and flying them back with us. Or stuff like that. It, I, I can't go into too much. I'll leave much it shit. at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I Man, I wish it. I could, but I don't yeah, want to. I can't uh, fuck with you like that. No, but I mean, not yeah, even yeah, fuck yeah. with you. I just can't. Even. Yeah, yeah. But it's just you know, we do. Eric, we you lived a very colorful military career. Oh, I guess you could say colorful. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, say interesting, oh, okay. intense, <laughs> fast. Yeah, definitely fast. Fast Company was a good, good one. Oh, speaking of fast, Fast Company. So, so you gave me. Not even a taste of the force recon, which is fine because I get yeah, it. You can't. It's more, it's more operational there. Yeah, what you can't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So now we're gonna go. We're gonna jump ahead because obviously there's only so much we can talk about with that. Damn it! <laughs> you hear that? Oh, you can't hear it. I can. No. Yeah, I can't hear shit. What you're saying? Because I got these headphones on. I'm still working on my equipment, guys. Bear with me. There you go. But um, so next we have um. When you you were done with you yeah, I was done with Force Recon. Can you talk about why you stopped? Well, where you like wanted I said, to like uh, most of my career was deploying so much. So Force Recon, I was deployed a lot, right? Again, and so I said, well, I don't want to go into infantry. I don't want to go back and lose my status and uh, have all the high speed gear, do crazy shit. Because at this point, man, I'm one of the highest tiers of of of. Um, guys you should say and i didn't want to go back like it's like why would i go backwards why would i be the best and go back so i want to still be the best um so uh i left force recon uh, i got a billet with the fleet and i security teams what does a billet mean uh like, like a different job right okay like i i mean i'm still in the marine corps and stuff like that but i left 
Um, so I went with Fast Company, which stands for Fleet and I Terror Security Teams. And there ended up being, I was deploying again. I'm like, fuck. So you didn't think you were going to get deployed, <laughs> no. but you got deployed so again. So there's a story to this one, too. Go ahead. Uh, so I, this is getting close to my ending of my career because I spoke to my first sergeant that I said, look, give me a billet, uh, a job, a new job, a billet where I don't deploy as much or don't deploy at all because I wanted to stay in the United States for three years. Okay. After three years, they can fucking deploy me anywhere. Gotcha. Bump fuck Egypt. I don't give, I don't care. But yeah. I wanted to stay in the United States for three years as an instructor teaching CQB. As an instructor. CQB being hostage rescue. Battle. Yeah, close quarters battle. Termination is, of yeah, threats. So um so they gave it to me. So I taught in Chesapeake, Virginia. Teaching SWAT teams, Navy SEALs, fucking the, the, the local police department SWAT teams, uh, Army Rangers would go down there. Everyone would fucking go down there. Right? Yeah. And it was the best job I had because I love teaching those guys. Yeah. Right? Because knowing that what I've been through, those guys would deploy. Yeah. And would have to implement the stuff that I teach them. So I wanted to make sure they understand how to do these things, right? Because... Yeah. Everyone's going to depend on everyone else. Yeah. Definitely, right? Yeah. So, anyway, um, so I got the duty station. I got the duty station, and guess what? what? First sergeant calls me to his office. He goes, you got to go back to the teams. I'm like, what? First sergeant, are you you playing with me, right? He goes, no, they, we need you to go back to the team. I'm like, fuck. So I went to deny those orders, and he gave me a look where it, it probably would not look good on me to deny orders. Yeah. So I went back to the teams. I deployed again, again overseas to another fucked up place. Really? Uh, did my job, came back, and then... How long were you there for? Uh, well, I deployed again for, for another year. Shit. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It, it was just fucking crazy, right? I was so happy as this billet teaching yeah. this, CQB, because I would teach the Marines or whoever needs, needs to be taught and go home. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a home. I had an apartment. Hey, I but got fuck, you. man, I went home, right? I didn't have to live in, I didn't live in the barracks anymore. I had my own fucking place, right? Yeah, yeah. Where I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Weekends were mine, depending if we did a night shooting on a weekend. But it didn't matter. Yeah. I did not deploy. That was a non-deployed billet. Yeah. Damn, and they deployed you. What's that? And they deployed you. And, well, they called me back, and I had to go back when I, when I deployed for another year. Uh, my first line goes, you ready for the, you're ready for, to re-enlist? And I said basically in my mind fuck no I'm yeah done. so getting close to my uh ending so it's kind of weird because i started i started applying check this out i started applying for the u.s marshals dea los angeles police department a lot of people don't know this no I, police I, department, I know it. uh san diego's police department and when my brother works in union city police department yeah right so the last year you know have i'm, I'm going to all these places Taking tests, fucking physical, the PT test, everything. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, fuck, no one's called me back. I fucking failed everything. Am I not fucking stupid? I mean, I'm like. Well, you I, didn't fail anything. You just didn't call you back. They didn't call me back. Yeah, so that's I how it's. I fucking thought so, I failed everything. It's, it's I'm like, so, fuck. It's a weird situation. It was testing. a weird situation. So I was like, dude. Or applying for these jobs. Yeah. I mean, firefighter, I like, <laughs> police. It's all. So, all right. So then. So they never called me back. Because they were stupid, but go they were stupid. But it was weird because <laughs> I re-enlisted for two more years. 
Oh, you years. did? I did. Because I'm like, fuck. I'm not getting out without a fucking job. Right? Uh-huh. So I realized it for two more years. And then about a year in, dude, they, they all got back to me. Every single one. Really? And I can't quit. That's a contract. You uh. can't quit. So anyway, fast forward. No more reenlistment. I'm done. You know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Wait, um, so you reenlisted for two more years? Two more. And yeah. what were you doing at that time? No, same, the same thing. I was still in the security force teams in there. In the, but uh, you didn't the, get deployed again, right? I didn't get deployed. Oh, okay, I'm okay. I'm so done. go ahead. So I got, so, um, so my buddy's in my buddy said to me, Dario, or I won't say last name. His name's Dario, right? Yeah, yeah. He goes, and he's my high school buddy. He goes, don't fucking join the Marines. Going to IT with me back then when shit was like flying, right? Okay. So he joined, he, he, I didn't listen. I joined the Marines and he stayed into doing computers and he does very well now. Yeah. He does very well. Okay. And, uh. So I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get out. Fucking go back to school. I did what I had to do. I was a Marine. I did what I had to do. I fucking stayed in California. I sold freaking cars. Really? To make money, right? I did what I had to do. Then, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to go to New Jersey. I stayed with my brother, and I went to school. I uh, went to a technical school. Uh, then moved to uh, Florida. Got my degree in, in Nova. Uh, and then I just moved on from there. Where'd you get your degree? IT, IT, where'd, you get, IT, IT. where'd you get your degree in? In IT, uh, in computer infrastructure, computing no. computers. Yeah. Okay, so Eric, come. You don't have to hold the mic. Just no, no. leave it. Leave it to your face. That's okay. all. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no <laughs> I thought I have to hold. I don't know. I fuck. No, leave it. Leave it. Don't hold it. It looks like a freaking. I'm not even gonna say what it looks like, but uh, like got, your buddy, like your buddy in the Marines. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> this shit was not in my face. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> This thing looks weird in my face. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm man, glad I'm there's no film on this. There's no film. Because it'd be crazy. It's just a microphone. Yeah, but it looks weird. And it's black, too. So go. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. This is crazy, man. So, <laughs> so listen. So when you got out of the, the Marines, out of the Marines uh-huh. and you went into civilian life and you went yeah. into school, was it a hard adjustment being in combat and then coming back into regular life? or? Um... I realized that it's definitely different because I was so used to like the teamwork and it's, I don't see that much here. Yeah. I see everybody here mostly out for themselves. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I don't say nothing, but I see it. I see the good, the good, I see people that are good. Yeah. And I see the people that out just for themselves. Yeah. Right? Of course. And you see that a lot, the people you work with, you know who you can trust and who not to trust. Yeah. And it seems like there's things that are fake or not fake. Yeah. So you have to learn how to like, I learned, I learned one thing is like, okay, so I, I look at you, I, everyone makes judgments of everyone, right? Yes. Either a good person or not a good person. So um, I just learned to adjust. It's not the Marine Corps no more. It's not the unity that I, I'm used to anymore. Yeah. It's a different life. Oh, yeah. I need to back up a little bit because rem- I remember my first job uh, working in New Jersey fucking unions i'll never work for a fucking union really? in my life so i was corporate and then you have union jobs right yes so there's a separation between the two those are the laziest motherfuckers union people i'm sorry but if you work a in lot a union, of times they take advantage they of fucking it. Yeah. dude i caught people sleeping and then my marine came out i said what the fuck are you doing yeah. i got in trouble for screaming at that guy he called his union rep they wrote me up for some bullshit. Really? And, but they didn't fire this guy for sleeping on the job. Wow. What the fuck? That's weird. And That's this is union. This is union. 
That's a weird you, thing. Yeah, That's a so weird... like I kind of and I remember talking to my brother Rich because I was staying at the time with him while I was trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with my life. Uh, he goes, yeah, man, this is New Jersey. This is, everything here is uni, man. Yeah, New you, York too. You get fired from a uni, you have to fucking kill somebody. You gotta, yeah. not even that. No. <laughs> Sometimes it's not even. You yeah. gotta, it's it's just weird. Yeah, it, it's it is weird. weird. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure there's some good stuff to unions, but man, I mean, those guys take advantage, man. It's just a lot of people. Give me a bad taste. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like how no. The civilian life is is what I'm trying to say, right? Oh yeah, of course. And the thing is, again, and it goes back to being in combat. You're yeah. never going to simulate that. No, and not at all. As far as like being back in civilian life, there's no way. No, you and you're know never going to get that camaraderie ever. You know why? Because but you, uh, when you're Be grateful you're that you there, had it though. When you're out there, like, and I'm talking about in the military, dude, you depend on that guy to the left, to the right, to the front, behind. That's the you thing. You depend on that. That's right? the thing. Here, I mean, would somebody really take a bullet for you? Of course not. Right. Maybe you might find some, but no, but, but probably see, not. See what I'm getting at? Yeah, right? of course. Like there, you have people jumping on fucking grenades. You have people doing fucking heroic shit, right? Yeah. I'm not saying all of them are like that, but I'm saying the majority would. Yeah. Because there's some pieces of shit in the military. Don't get me wrong. Of, there is. We call course. them shit birds, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's some pieces of shit where it fucking pisses me off. Yeah. I remember fucking smacking this dude in the military because... He wanted to jump out the fucking window. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? He's, he was a Force Recon guy, right? Yeah. He wanted to jump out the fucking window. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? What and window? What scenario? A window. He was just like drunk as fuck, oh. being belligerent uh-huh. as hell. A younger Marine. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I remember I had a... So like I held him down. He tried to reach for my throat. So I fucking elbowed him in the face a couple of times. <laughs> fucking and then he went out and then i kind of felt like shit because i had to write him up because the 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 on guard sergeant like <laughs> fucking saw the whole thing so i had to write him up uh. and then he got busted in rank and all this shit i was like fuck but but he didn't lose his bill as a force recon which i'm glad he didn't but it but, sucks to lose pay because we don't make money man yeah you don't do that shit for money dude i remember going in making like 600 dollars a fucking month yeah yeah, you don't do How it for money. How the fuck you survive on that? No, you can't. Six hundred a month. That's why you're living off MREs. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> dude we used to love, oh, uh, talk about the plastic explosives. I don't want to talk about oh, that. Okay, one. that's the other school you went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that one, that's called I learned a, the best thing. Applied explosives yeah. course, you said. Okay. So I learned the best thing about plastic explosives. Go ahead. I made the best meals with the plastic explosives. <laughs> no <laughs> fucking lie. Okay. Wait. Uh, go ahead. Out of go ahead. Tell I've me learned, this. Yeah, Tell me this. charges, water charges, fucking blow doors, windows, whatever the fuck, right? That's okay. good. But man, to make a good cup of coffee with a plastic explosive is the best. Really? So I used to take Syntex. You know Syntex, the plastic explosive, right? Syntex, I don't know right? what that is. Well, anyway, so it's, it's the bars, you know, the Syntex. It's like putty, whatever. Gotcha. So I used to take plastic explosive. I take a little piece out of my bag, my, ch- my, my charge bag. I said, dude, I want some fucking coffee. And we're talking. Dude, this Marine's around me. So I take a little piece, put it in the ground. I put it on fire. Yeah. And, and I place my, my, my coffee cup on top because people don't understand that. That shit burns. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a sternal can. So you can take a little piece, put it on the ground, burn it on fire, and it stays lit. As long as you don't step on it, right? As long as you don't have anything that explodes next <laughs> to it. Oh, it's Yeah, yeah. Anything, <laughs> so you're fine. So I'm like, fuck, man. And I learned this from school. Yeah, they teach you that? Yeah, fucking, right? cooking shit with plastic explosives i'm like fuck that's the best you could blow shit up and cook your meals look at that that's awesome <laughs> so you must have loved that you fuck you yeah, get fire anytime you want dude if i need a fire to cook something i take a little piece of my fucking uh, my putty whatever you want to call it fucking put it on the ground and burn it 
Damn. It's crazy, man. So, Eric, did you, uh, and we're going to be jumping around. Yeah, yeah it's with fine. Topics. Oh, as far as, uh, did you miss your deployments being in combat um, at, at, at certain points? Did you miss it, like when you left, or no? So I know there's some guys that say they do miss it. They say they miss being in the shit and yeah. being with their um, buddies. I think for me to this day, I always look back that I that I wish I was still in. But I also think that uh, I don't know if I stayed if I would still be here. You know what I'm getting at? Because gotcha. there's so much shit going on in the in the in the job that I had was so hazardous, it was fucking crazy, right? Yeah. So maybe someone upstairs was looking out for me. I should have, you know, pushed me out or whatever. I made the right decision or I didn't make the right decision. I don't know. I'll never know that answer. But yeah. I do look to this day that I, I do miss being in the military. I do miss my friends. I do miss the guys that I knew that were close. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that I do miss. Uh, yeah. For sure. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah, but you're happy that you did all that. I mean, you experienced yeah. all that. Oh, you I experienced, experienced yeah. the best of the best, I mean, the worst of the worst. There's some bad shit, too. Don't think everything is hunky-dory. You know, everybody wants to break down doors, fucking laser lights, fucking night vision goggles. But, man, when your buddy gets fucking shot in the head or some shit like that, that shit is real, man. You fucking die. Yeah. You know what I mean? You That's die. It. And it's it's not a game. It's not fucking uh, what is it the the games that they play. Uh, what yeah. Is it, uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. It's not shit like that, right? Yeah. I mean, this is real shit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. And yeah. do you what what um so I keep going back to combat because I'm intrigued by that yeah. because that's a very that's to me that's one of the most interesting things that people go through. Um, yeah, physically and psychologically, man. Yeah, it, what do you? What did you get out of it? Um, what did you bring out into the civilian world? The positives and negatives that you brought out of combat and witnessing the most horrendous shit that you could possibly witness. What did you, positives did you get out of that? And negatives. Go with the positives first, if you could. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say anything positive about that. Uh, to bring it back to the, well, in, in well, the civilian world, how um, do you apply it? Like, to your every do you is there anything that you apply to your everyday life that um, you apply into your training, into you apply that into your work? Oh, you know, so like in that sense, definitely in my training, in my work, my ethics on how how things should be done. Yeah. Right? So, um, example, you know, I always think about like let's talk about my training, right? So I always think about people, because um, we. We worked out a lot too there. I yeah. mean, uh, the training wise, and I always think about, man, these guys, us suffering out here, fucking getting two water cans, fucking working out with two water cans. I mean, cause cause we had shit yeah. out there in the desert, right? And then uh, it's it's just it's hard to explain. It's like um, it's that unity. It's that. I don't know. It's just hard to explain because. Would you bring it? Would you bring here into your training? Just a mental aspect, would it's you a say? Mental, everything's mental for me. Like I think about when I'm hurting, like when I'm here training I know. and hurting. <laughs> I think about back then. Yeah. Dude, because it, it, you hurt here, it's fucking nothing. Yeah. You hurt there, there's a reason why you're yeah. doing that, right? Yeah. So to compare what you hurt here to there, it. It doesn't compare. It doesn't. So, like, I bring that into my mental state. Like, I'm hurting. I'm running here. I run to the fucking stop sign. We run to the park, whatever. I'm hurting. But it doesn't compare to where over there. So, I think about that. I said, fuck, 
Those guys are still over there. This ain't shit, you say to yourself. This ain't shit. I'm going to cr- keep pushing. I'll fucking puke, fucking whatever. I just keep pushing until I yeah. fucking die. You know? <laughs> I, 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 consistently, we yeah. have to tell you, well, Eric, if you're injured, you need to recover because <laughs> he has a race coming up or something. We have to tell him a lot. Yeah. And I would say your, your toughness is to a fault. You know, but it's also a positive right. because you will, you 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 do get injured, no, you, but do, you you I keep do. going when you're injured, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But I like to preach to our athletes, you know, guys that train here like you, and tell them, you know, don't, you know, save it for the race day, save it, you know, in that sense, don't tra- stretch. <laughs> yeah, we try to tell you to stretch, stretch, which I think you're doing now. Yeah, I am doing it now. But, I'm actually taking hot yoga too, by the way. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. You must have a lot of fun in that class. That's uh, gotta be know, crazy. I was I was a sweaty mess, and then it's fucking disgusting. But I know I'm gonna keep doing it because I really liked it a lot. Cool, man. Yeah, I've done it a few times. It's it's fun. It, it it's actually hard. helps me. Oh my god, it's hard. it actually helps me for stretching because my muscles are more limber and I can actually stretch. Just don't overstretch with that shit. Well, yeah, be I careful because yeah. well, you're not flexible. I gotta learn. You're like a fucking guitar string. <laughs> so fucking tight, <laughs> dude. When I see you stretch. Oh man, it's funny. Don't make fun of me. I'm sorry, but it's funny, Eric. I gotta, I gotta have something on you. (laughs) You know, at least I can make fun of you that you're not flexible. You know, my squatting is the best, right? Oh yeah, when you this guy, we'll get down in a deep squat so this guy can, uh, you know, keep try to keep your feet flat and then put your butt all the way down to stretch. You know, release some pressure in your lumbar. This guy can't. He falls over. Yeah, I fall over. He's gotta lean against the wall. But you know what? It's the thing is like I don't remember like we stretched in the military, but it wasn't even a fucking stretch. It was like we carried heavy shit, right? Uh, we run, then you do these little bullshit things, stretching a little, and then everybody yeah. doesn't give a fuck. Everybody wants you to just go back to the barracks and go on vac- and, and go on day off and drink beers and fucking. We don't give a shit about smoke stretching. cigarettes. They smoke cigarettes. Did you? Let me tell you a story, man. Go ahead. I used to run three miles. I never broke it. Okay. I never got a perfect three hundred score. Okay. So. I remember when I they used to smoke. I used to have a pack of cigarettes in my socks. Right. <laughs> me and my buddy. Again, me and my buddy used to go, dude, I got to smoke a cigarette before I run this three miles. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. So I smoke a cigarette. Opens up your lungs. Yeah. I smoke my cigarette. I run like crazy. I get like 1802, 1803. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and, I, and, and then I pull out another cigarette. I'm like, fucking shit. I got to smoke another cigarette. So I think if I didn't smoke, I probably would have got you that. You would have got those three I seconds. I would have got my perfect fucking 100. <laughs> it was the cigarettes that did it. It was the cigarettes. Eric, you start smoking again, man. Uh, no, you know what yeah, you no. got to do? Dude, if you come into class one day, just smoke, go, a, smoke cig- a, cigarette. a cigarette. Go out back. No, man. Smoke a cigarette and then do the class. <laughs> no, man. That, no, man. I'm Dude, that would be that. hilarious. But yeah, man, I remember it was crazy because I, you know, I was young. I recovered quicker and we smoked a cigarette. I mean, we, we, we used to smoke before every PFT. And every type of type of training. I remember even going shooting in the range. I go with my buddies, go smoke a cigarette before we shoot, man. Before we kill this shit or whatever, you yeah. know. And we go sh- and we go smoke a cigarette. But but you know, smoke is not good, guys. Don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's good. Did you dip too? A lot of guys do actually, dip in the military. The first time ever, and this is in Iraq. Uh, actually, no, yeah, it was in Iraq. I tried dipping because all the cowboys out there. There's a bunch of cowboys out there. They have dip. I said, fuck, man, I have no cigarettes. Can you guys try some of that? 
And I tried, I tried it, but it's so disgusting. Oh, I, stopped. I stopped within a week. It was so disgusting. And that shit makes you spin. The, well, you were probably used it, to the it, nicotine it, from smoking. No, but. probably. But no, even with that, I remember. I remember Skull. They had Skull, Skull Bandits, whatever. Copenhagen. The, Copenhagen was the big one. Grizzly. Grizzly was there, too. Oh, but yeah. Copenhagen was the biggest one. Oh, and, and, and then they had the mint ones, those mint ones. I don't know. That one tastes good to me. Yeah. But it's still disgusting. That's a, that's a sm- I My yeah. buddies do it. They used to, at least. Yeah. And man, it's just... It's disgusting. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it like just pierces your brain when you smell it. Right, right, right. Hey, man, but guys like it. I got oh, guys man. that I work with that do it too. And I fucking just... hated it because I, when we would sleep out in the desert, like, fuck, like these guys would spit everywhere and I'm walking barefoot. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you hear in the middle of the night, you hear in the middle of the night, because you have to go pee, right? Yeah. So you walk out and you hear somebody say, what the fuck? Because they, they stepped on somebody's <laughs> fucking nasty ass spitting shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> Dude, you know, speaking of that, we're gonna go. We're gonna go on a spitting topic <laughs> as far as like dip goes. I remember I, when I was in high school, uh-huh. probably freshman sophomore, and we I went to go see a movie with some of my buddies, and I had this my buddy next to me, and this guy was just a disrespectful fuck. Oh, I mean, man. I liked him. That's my type of guy, but bro. No, dude, no, he's sitting there. And he's dipping and he's spitting on the floor in the movie theater. The whole movie, oh, he had disgusting. a big fucking water dipping and I didn't have a, a, a cup. cup, a cup. So he would just spit it on the floor in front of him. I'm like, I said something. you piece of shit. No shit. I'm like, you're spitting on the floor? I didn't call him a piece of shit. I wasn't that no, good of buddies. No, you're calling him a piece of shit. But I said, dude, why are you spitting on the floor? And he just didn't, didn't say anything. I'm oh like, my what God. the fuck? That God, bothered me so much. I would have punched him in the face, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I'm not going <laughs> to fight somebody over that. No, I, but me, man, I probably that's disgusting, I've had situations where I have, but th- he was my friend. Yeah. Like I, I just. But I you did so, tell him. I was, yeah, I was him. so fucking grossed out because you're just sitting there spitting, and then you got the thing that I think about is the guy that's got to clean it up. Oh yeah, that's the disrespectful See, part. That right there. Because yeah, you can spit whatever, but then you got th- this fucking poor guy that works and it's got to clean up your disgusting, disgusting spit, skull spit. Shit. Yeah, yeah, skull spit. That yeah, bothered yeah, me. That bothered me. I don't like when people got to make other people's jobs harder. That's fucking crazy, man. You know? But we were, he was young. I've done stupid shit when I was young. So whatever. I'll give him a pass. Okay. But I just had to bring that up because you were talking about stepping on spit. Yeah, it was this guy. Literally, <laughs> we would scream like, what? You hear people say, what the fuck? People that spit. I mean, it's just disgusting. And they spit everywhere. And then like, and like, like, so we sleep outside <laughs> in the desert. And we're fucking like. Asshole to belly button the way we sleep anyway. Yeah. People spit next to you, and then you get up in the middle of the night, you step foot down, you're like, fuck. Oh, man. God damn it. At least throw sand on top of it or some shit, because we're in the fucking desert. No, they leave it on top. Damn cowboys. Yeah, fucking cowboys, yeah. <laughs> you call, you call them cowboys. cowboys man. That's but hilarious. I love them, though, man, regardless. I'm um, sure. I remember another thing is, like, uh, for justice. Yeah. So... And this is way in the beginning of my career. Uh, my first, uh, my my platoon sergeant, staff sergeant. I still remember him, man. Staff sergeant Grimes. This motherfucker was crazy. Why? Because I mean, he a didn't give a are. fuck about anything. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck about anything. So if you had a problem, he go used to come with me. Take it behind the fucking thing. He goes used to hash it out right here. Don't come back. Don't fucking come back unless you guys hash it out. Oh, yeah. And you know what they mean. Yeah. yeah fucking duke it out. Yeah, fuck, just kick fight. each other's ass. And you see Marines come back with fucking ripped shirts, black eyes, fucking. And then they're fucking cool. Really? But this is the shit that I grew up Because when I went in, dude, I remember in boot camp, they put my head through a fucking, on a sheetrock thing. 
This is before they, don't do they that released anymore. That. No, they don't do that. Now they got a fucking pussy thing where they like pull out a, a from what I heard is like like a, a stress shit or some shit. That if you're stressed out, they stop. The the this is what I heard. Uh, I don't fucking that, know. I find that hard to believe. But uh, who know no, who knows? Mothers of America and all this shit. This is what I heard. Okay. This is what I heard. All Mothers right. of America complain that the, the drill instructors are too forceful to the to the recruits. The recruits are crying like babies. Fuck, you know to me? Those guys that cry, get them out. 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 Because you don't need that shit. I don't need that guy next to me crying. Yeah. I, I t- oh, you know what? I got a bad story. Go ahead. If you want to say it. Yeah, I'm no, no. Ears, no it's man. a bad story. It's a fucking, it's disgusting. Okay. So we were, uh, so they had us doing watch. Watch is uh, like, you may, depending on 20% on, 30% off, 50% on, depending watch and a night, right? Is this where, what, what, this was, what was your position? Yeah, yeah. So there I was, I was a sniper still. A lot of the shit that I talk about is more of a sniper because I can talk about it. Like I the said, other stuff you can't. Is, it's more operational stuff and I don't really like talking about stuff where I've done that. But I can tell you little things, but, but this is a story. Like, I remember we were on watch Okay. My guy. Yeah. Me. We were just talking shit. And all of a sudden, um, um <laughs> this is fucked up. So guys, we heard guys would do anything to get out of war. Oh, okay. Literally fucking anything. Really? So okay. check this out. So this guy goes over. Now remember this. We we, may, we probably didn't shower for like maybe three months. Where are you right now? This is on the middle of the fucking desert. Okay. Right? Uh, on the middle of the desert. Uh, we didn't shower for like three months. So all of a sudden, these two guys got sent back to the states. We found out that the lieutenant found the guy watching the people that are awake supposed to be awake because you have somebody walking around the lines like so you have a, 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 a line right okay what you call foxholes right stuff yes you, you're inside with you and your buddy right yes so the lieutenant found these two guys 69 in each other <gasps> to get the fuck out they were 69 in each other uh, if guys yeah. do that that's fine no but, they, but, but I'm not not there there so in the fucking foxhole which you guys call foxholes right like holes in the ground yes oh wow there were 69 so they kick you out if you're if you're homosexual dude yeah at the time when i went dude you can't fucking who the fuck wants to work with somebody like that no if you're doing it on the job they sent them they sent them back to the state those two guys got sent back in the states and we knew about kind of like the 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 story that these guys did not want to go to war they're not don't want to do shit so they probably said you know what Blow me, I'll blow you. If we get caught, we'll get sent back to the state. So these guys, I mean, I'm not against homosexuality at I'm all. I know either, you're not either. But at that shit there, we don't need that shit there. Yeah. You, you know? got a fucking job to do. No, you got a fucking job to do. Holy shit. So, but, and these guys weren't, they probably weren't gay. They just did it to no, get they, out. they just did it to get out, yeah. Wow. Dude, people do crazy shit, man. That's a, that's an extent. Yeah. And, like you and really I haven't told got, anybody that one, but yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. People do crazy shit. Straight man. guys blowing each other blowing to get out of war. But think about it. The, the nastiest of maybe like the cheese around the rim. I don't know what yeah, the fuck. Yeah, dude, you, 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 you didn't shout. Shit. How long? How, how long Six you said? Six months was the longest. <laughs> 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 no, but I'm saying this guy's this blowing. Like three, four months after not. Well, maybe they took a whole bath. They we wiped each other with fucking <laughs> towels, wet towels. I don't fucking know. You're man. blowing a five month old, <laughs> a five. 
Uh, fucking three, four months old, months of, uh, dirty nasty. cock. Oh my I'm god. I'm sorry, man. I can't. But dude, that that I don't, that, I don't, mm, I don't know anybody that would do that. I think I'd rather get fucking killed than do that. <laughs> Honestly, no, no, I'm not even gonna say think. I fucking rather get killed no. than some dude that hasn't showered for fucking three, four months. <laughs> Fuck, I'm. I wouldn't even do it. No, uh, it is not even. No, listen. I'm not even, listen, I'm not a homosexual, so I don't understand it. And that's no, fine. I'm all for it, but they did it. And it was dirty. No, it's dirty as fuck, man. It's <laughs> fucking nasty. <laughs> fucking, dude, you know what they could have done probably better? Eric, if they're going to do something, at least one bone the other. <laughs> they not fucking you're 69 probably, each other, You're right? probably better <laughs> off boning a guy than you 69. <laughs> And you wanted to get caught. No, and they and they got caught on purpose. They uh, wanted to get caught. Yeah, they, they, they wanted to get I caught. I could just see who caught no. them. It was the, the guy walking the line, the lieutenant. It was a lieutenant. So the, that's a high rank, right? Yeah, yeah he's an officer. Oh, he's an, so yeah, what did he say? Like, what I, I don't know, but all I know, they got shit back. But but we didn't hear the whole story. Till oh, like, my and head she hurts. Get, and shit gets out after a while. Yeah. So we didn't hear the whole story till like a week later. Like, what the fuck happened? Did these two guys disappeared. Were they shitbirds, as you guys would say? Uh, before they that? became shitbirds. Because I remember when we were deploying, and these are all rumors that I was hearing that these guys don't want to be there. They, they uh, were trying to fucking become, what's that, conscious objectors. You know, fuck that. You know what I mean? You fucking signed. You're a fucking infantry guy. There's, there's always that possibility you're going to war. Yeah. But yet, now that we fucking in war, yeah, you want to fucking 69 this motherfucker. <laughs> right? <laughs> This is fucking crazy. This is the hardest I've left <laughs> on this podcast. Oh my god! I can't dude. take it just because it's coming from yeah. your mouth too. Just dude, the way that you're saying it, uh, Eric. Uh, are you kidding me? No, nah, man, I'm not kidding. I you, didn't man. expect. Listen, I expected us to joke around because I known you for a little bit. Yeah. But man, this is funny. Yeah. No, some, I, some crazy shit, man. So you've seen a lot. Yeah, I. No, seen you a lot, at least bro. you didn't see that. That. Yeah. No, no, that I, no. 30, I didn't see that. I heard about that it. Guy's, and I was like. Six months not showering. No, that was like probably three, four months without shower. But oh. still, dude, it was like, fuck, man. How the fuck does somebody come to do that? You know? I don't like know, Like you man. said, the guys do crazy shit to get no, out of do. it. they do. They do crazy shit to get out. But that was the only thing I've heard of, of somebody doing that. No, no, no. Out. I got and you. Got I, I got you. I'm assuming they... They got, I don't know if they got kicked out, maybe got busted in rank, whatever. I don't know the whole story. What happened to them in the back of the Because I was worried about other shit. Because we were still in theater. Yeah. In where? Theater, meaning in, in combat zone. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't know oh, that. You, you know what's so fucked up, too? What? So uh, military guys understand what pogues are. Pogue guys, pogues Position are, other than grunt, right? Yeah, you got it. So, like, office people, whatever. So, yeah. I remember when I earned my combat action uh, ribbon, right? So, these fucking guys, man, they always pile up. So, there's a there's a LOD, a line of departure. You cross this line, you get a combat action ribbon, right? Okay. Because you're in the shit, right? Yes. So these guys, fucking pogues, they get in the fucking, in a bus. I mean, we're way no. They get in the fucking bus, cross the LOD, and make a U-turn and come back. Get a ribbon. All, so once we got back to the you stage, I see all these have... fuckers wearing combat action ribbon. I'm like, dude, what the fuck did you do? Did you bring a piece of paper to me to sign or some shit out there? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Dude, I'm that's like, bad. Dude, that's fucked up, dude. But they all got combat action ribbons, and then you know, like for they went and dude. took a bus and then they went took back. A, yeah, they, they got a bus, and and I know, I, like the military people that I know, like we were all upset. And we're like, what the fuck, man? It, it's just crazy, dude. That's got to be something you get that's earned, man. That's that's no, sad. No, it is. It is supposed to be something that's earned. 
It is Damn. supposed to be something that's right. And those guys, they didn't earn it, but I mean, they're out there. I'm sure they're paying for it some way. It's uh, gonna come I, back to them. I, I don't know. I mean, they probably talk shit, you know, to their girlfriends like, "Wow, well, yeah, I was in combat." Whatever, you know. I like to be that fly to see what he, what they say, so that you could hear it. It's like, they, they say, "Yeah, man, you know, I, I killed people. You know, I went to, I, I was, I crossed the line of departure. I fucking got behind this Iraqi, fucking slit his throat." But I'm sure you, you can, know. you can pick that up anywhere. Oh no, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. You can hear it if you hear a guy talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you hear that. Because, like, even when I used to go, when I got back, dude, so the, so I remember my, my first deployment coming back. It, it was kind of, like, sad for me because everyone had wives, girlfriends. Remember, my job, I had no – it's impossible to have a relationship. Impossible. Right? To have any type of fucking This is which job? Huh? As, as, as which? In, in, in Marines in general. In right? general, as, okay. In general, because – my type of job was always deploying, right? Yes. So it was weird because, like I said, me and my buddy, that Puerto Rican guy, yeah, is like we were so tight that we did everything together. And when we got back, everyone's like girlfriends, wives, fucking uh, dudes and dudes. I don't know. But everyone disappeared. And me and my boy with our duffel bags left in the tarmac. We look at each other and goes, well, well. I guess our girls left us again. <laughs> so we go, we go back to the fucking barracks and we fucking, we always have like shit in the fridge and shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, drink and whatever. But, you know, that's just life, dude. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it is what it is, dude. Did you guys stay friends or? Yeah, actually, we are, we are friends. Still. That's awesome. He's actually became a police officer. He's up in, uh, he's in Sarasota. As a oh, police okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm so happy you guys, because I thought you were yeah. like, no, you no, know, no, if you got no. shot or he something. Was, he was, was my like, spotter. He was man. my fucking spotter. That's cool. I remember, he said, go, fuck. He goes, Perez, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You're supposed to shoot this, not that. Like, fuck, I'm practicing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we were that close, dude, you know? Even That's though I, right. I was fucking up, sometimes, like, dude, I used to make a joke at it. I'm practicing, but I'll get it, I'll get it. I'll did get he stay it. in Scout I'm, Sniper, or he went to... No, so, no, he got out. He, he did only, like, six years. Okay. And he got out, and then I, I had other people with me, too. And you did six yeah, more. Yeah, I, I did a lot more. I mean, I did a lot longer than he did. But he became a police officer, I think, in Sarasota. And um, He's probably going to retire soon. Oh, fuck, uh... Actually, no, he's still in it. He's still he's still doing it. I mean, he can retire probably right now if he wants. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it depends sure. on where he's at. Yeah, That's cool, though. Yeah, I'm glad you're still friends with him. That's that's pretty awesome. So, Bro, sorry what about else we that, got? About, about that scenario. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, Eric, speak into the mic because no, I see you turn I, your head I said, and sorry, I lose I you. I said sorry about that scenario I threw in there, but uh, I just thought it was something like. That's hilarious. You know, because people don't understand, man. People do crazy shit. When the, when the shit hits the fan, people will do crazy shit. Yeah. And that, to me, is as craziest as it can get. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on one second. Yeah. Let me um, stand by, guys. We're back. <laughs> so Intermission. I, I, yeah. So... Anyway, so Eric, you went to IT. Uh -huh. We're going to keep jumping around. Yeah, hey, that's fine. And you went to Nova. And then you moved to, you went to North Carolina? North Carolina, correct. Okay. Did you so like I it over there? Work, so I used to work, 
Talk into the. Yeah, so I'm I, sorry. I dude, I'm, like, I'm fuck, sorry. This thing is right in my fucking lips, dude. <laughs> you just back it up a little bit. As long as you're facing towards it, I'm good. Just like, don't turn okay, away. Okay, don't turn I, away. Is it good now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're talking at it, not to the side. Because like this that. thing right here looks like you know what in my fucking mouth. It's okay. Mouth. okay it's right, not. Right. It's fake. All right. <laughs> it's fake. All right. I'm so, gonna get a dildo microphone right. next time. <laughs> you do. <laughs> All right. So. So I went to school, uh, I did an internship, I, I worked for free. Uh, the good thing about the military is like, you know, I'm all, I've always tried to progress and, 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 and try to move up. I never want to stay, at, be stagnant anywhere. Okay. So I remember I got my first gig working for a company uh, called International Data Networkers, which don't exist anymore. But man, it was one of the funnest jobs I ever had because I get to fly in corporate jets, go to Las Vegas, fucking uh, Virginia, fuck everywhere. I went everywhere in this company, but I also gained 320 pounds. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's what <laughs> this is where we were getting that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So you you got to 320 pounds. So yes. what? This is when you got out. Yeah, I was still in shape. I've always been in shape. Yeah. Right? yeah. So when I landed my my job, that job specifically, because they paid for everything. Okay, so so they paid for everything, and uh, how you call it? So I would get like forty ounce porterhouse steaks, fucking eat a whole fucking chicken. I don't, I, would, I just don't get half a chicken. I, I I said I want to get the whole chicken. It's, it's like when I first got out of the military. It's like I had a free fall. I can actually eat anything I want, right? So I ate everything that I could. I didn't wash my weight. I worked out a little bit. I did heavy weights, but I, I worked out a little bit. I didn't do no fucking cardio. Uh, I stopped the cardio totally. I was having so much fun. I mean, this job, literally, I was flying a corporate jet to Vegas. I feel like I was in a Jay-Z movie where the corporate jet will land, and they go, Mr. Perez, here's your black SUV vehicle, and your bags are in the, in, your bags are in the truck already. I'm like, fuck. This is the life. This is the fucking life. Then I go to my hotel. Beautiful fucking hotel. Right, and then and of course it's timeshare and stuff like that, and and then I just order anything I want. There was really no money limit for 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 us to when we traveled. We ate everything that we could have, and we and we partied our ass off. I can't even say we had an, an awesome boss because he would take us out, treat us, and but you can imagine doing that for a while. Yeah, I blew up to three hundred twenty pounds. It was pretty bad. Just just to give you guys a, 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 a um, an update, I just ran to the bathroom for like a minute, <laughs> and Eric was talking to himself. So I'm really impressed <laughs> because to talk to yourself on a microphone is pretty. It, to me, it's it's kind of tough. So I'm happy you just did that. So yeah, yeah I was good, just I, I was in the bathroom just now. So that was fun that you just went off on a tangent. I like it. Yeah, man, it's good shit, man. So but, you you yeah. just basically, basically gave him the gist of how you gained. Yeah, you it was it was just. Dude, I fucking get out, man, and I just like uh, just wanted to eat everything. I was like, wow, man, I can eat anything I want freely, not watch my fucking my weight. Because in the Marine Corps, you, you could be put put in a pork chop platoon type deal, which oh, is, yeah. which is like fucking <laughs> like remedial, lose weight, fucking shit like that. I didn't want to do that. So, how long were you fat? Yeah, how long were you fat for? Uh, a few years I was fat until I saw a picture of me and I was like, oh my God, is that really me? And I know you've seen it before. Yeah, you've I love seen that it. picture. It's my favorite no, picture. No, it's not my fucking favorite picture. I love that picture. <laughs> you've seen it and, and I was like, wow, that is really me. And I said to myself, 
I got to change my ways. Plus, a lot, I didn't post, like I know I posted on social media, but I didn't post where I went to the doctor and the guy goes to me, he goes, I can't believe you haven't had a heart, I haven't had a heart attack yet. My cholesterol level was so fucking high. Yeah. He goes, you should be fucking dead. Really? Basically. Wow. I mean, he was being real blunt with me. He goes, you need to change your ways. I was on high blood pressure pills, all this other shit going on, um, going to the doctor. And then I, that's when I decided, man, I need to change myself. And then I found this thing called the cookie diet. And that's how I lost all my Oh, the Dr. G's cookie diet? No, no. This is just me doing research. And plus, I know how to train, but I needed something to to help and, like, lose weight quick, right? Okay. So even though I wasn't supposed to train, I trained anyway. Oh, really? And I was doing on a 700-calorie diet? diet per day. Whoa. Just living on 700 calories. Oh. And then in, within three months, man, I fucking lost all that weight, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. And... So, would you drop to in three months? Uh, so I probably dropped to like one ninety ish, maybe. Damn, dude, I lost a lot, bro. And you kept months. it off. Yeah, I kept it. You off. never got it back. No, never I never got it. got it back. Cause, cause I remember I used to have in my work, I used to have that picture as in my screensaver to say to look at myself and say I never get like that again. Wow. But but I never gained it back. I know some people like they say they fall off or whatever and they gain the weight back. I was ne- I was never like that. What'd you do? Um, to get back in shape oh oh well it was like while doing that i was lifting heavy yeah doing more cardio actually shifting it up a little bit i was lifting heavy still but less but doing more cardio eating like i said eating like seven my my i was eating like 700 calories per day yeah that's nothing i would go to sl- dude i would go to sleep like fucking six o'clock in the afternoon if i could because i was so hungry yeah, you had to sleep i had to get- fucking sleep dude you know what i mean <laughs> Just so to get over it and then wake up in the morning dude I-, I fucking eat a cookie fuck i'm waiting for that fucking cookie right and then so you get six cookies during the day in the afternoon and then you eat one little meal which is like a six ounce portion of chicken six ounce or fish and then vegetables that is it little you gotta be careful too with the vegetables Really? That's yeah. interesting. So it was like 700 calories. Damn, Eric. Yeah, man. Not necessarily healthy, but no, it wasn't healthy were, at it was all. definitely it. better than being fat. Dude, being fat, I could have a heart attack anytime soon. Yeah, man. And, the position uh, you were you in. Know, I, just, uh, I, I was motivated, and I needed to lose the weight. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to look good again, and, and I did it. So when, when did you start getting competitive in athletics again? Because I know – I'm. We're going to touch on obstacle course racing. Yeah. And when did that happen? So, after you lost the weight? Yeah, after I lost the weight, um, I used to see this one friend of mine. Uh, she used to do these Tough Mudders. Yeah. This is like five, six years ago, something like that. And she goes, you should do a Tough Mudder because I know you were in the military, blah, blah, blah. And okay. she goes, I think you do good at it. But when I did a Tough Mudder, I was like, fuck, these electric shock therapy bullshit, <laughs> fucking... What the fuck that's shit a, is that, dude? So, guys, real quick, that's an obstacle in Tough Mudder where you have to low crawl underneath these, like, strips of yeah. electricity that shock you. Dude, let me tell you something. All the obstacles were good, but when I got to that one, no lie, that it literally, literally knocked me to my ground. That's how hard I got shocked. I kept getting, I, I would stand up and, not, and it would knock me down. I would literally black out. I see black <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, dude? They're trying to kill me through this shit, right? So, and then they had this thing called the electric eel with the, this wires, live wires in a fucking wall. You got a low crawl through this fucking thing. And you're getting shocked everywhere. 
To me, that wasn't fun. No, it's Then stupid. I started doing, uh, then Battlefrog came around, and that was my favorite race. It was the, the Navy SEAL course, Battlefrog, and then the Spartan one, and then I just got into it more and more and more, and I've been doing it since. Yeah. Yeah. And did you, so that, basically that girl telling you you should do a Tough Mudder, yeah. that's what got that's you right, that, that, That's what sparked everything in me. Because I was always good in obstacle course, especially being in the military, because we had to run the old course. They call it the old course yeah. in the military, right? So we used to run this shit like left and right, left and right, left and right. And then it's not just one time running through this shit. You may have to do this thing 10 times, right? Yeah. And they wear your ass out. And I'm like, dude, obstacle course, really? I fucking, I'll kill it. You know what yeah. I mean? But in reality, is obstacle course, civilian life could be a little bit different because it's not the same thing. Because I ran the old course so many times, it's all the same shit. Yeah. These things change all the time. It's and you have to learn how, how to overcome and adapt, right? Just yeah. like anything else in life. Yeah. And that the grip on now today's yeah. obstacle course racing is totally it's different. I mean, it's rigs, different. It's, yeah. It's that's, crazy. And it's like I said, it's like the old course in the military is the same shit. This, you have to change with it, right? Yeah. You have to train for it. Like, what was that one um, with the sticks, right? The, what is it? Um, What's that? The obstacle course that. The Gibbons, the floating the monkey Gibbons, bars. Yeah, that was something new. Yeah. I failed it the first time trying it here. Yeah. And it's until I learned how to, how to get the grip going, right? Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, it, it was tough. Yeah. And you, are you still going to keep doing it? Uh, yeah, because, like, uh, talking to Coach Casey, I think yeah. I said, man, I'm, I kind of miss it, you know, like. I said to myself after the championship race, I was going to retire and, yeah. do some, and do something else. But like, yeah, I think I, I you made did really well. You did really well. What? You did really yeah, well. Yeah, I did. I did very, very, very well. But still, the competitive me, I want to do better. Yeah. You and, know, and, and, and being with those guys, the team that I was with, I, you know, and looking at it. Because sometimes I look at my phone, like, I look at it, it's like, wow, man. That was an amazing time. Yeah, amazing good time, time. Huh? Real, real good time. Amazing time. Teamwork. Ben fucking crying. I don't know if he... Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Talked he was about fucking it. crying. Fucking, you know, if, if we were back in the military, I'd tell him, man, dude, stop being a pussy. But no, but this is different. <laughs> this is not military, so I, he's okay to cry. You know, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, people are sensitive these days. So, right, so... <laughs> Oh my God! No, I ben, still love you, bro. Yo, Ben, we talked about that. I'm gonna send that podcast out in a few weeks. Him, 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 <laughs> talk to him and Casey. So about the the North American Championships, what was your result? Oh uh, shit! End? You know what? Uh, I came in ninth. Came in ninth. In your, ninth. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I came in like, top ten. Yeah, and top how, ten. How to have uh, how many guys? I don't remember how many guys it was, but I know I came in ninth. That's awesome. Yeah. And that was a tough race? That, you think that was the toughest yeah, race you've ever done? Uh, actually, it wasn't as tough. Well, let me take that back. The fucking mountain, man. Yeah, that's the hardest obstacle, oh would you God, say? Oh, my God, dude. And I hit that mountain three times straight. Yeah, that weekend, right? I, we did the short course. Yes. Hit the mountain. We did the 15K course. Hit the mountain. Then the team, so I had to do strength. So I had to hit the fucking mountain You're again. You had the mountain leg. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. I had to hit that mountain. Uh, but we did good. We did good. We came yeah, in. Yeah, uh, well, We came in in fifth. Fourth or, or fifth overall. Fifth or sixth, something like that, overall in the team. It was like 90 teams out yeah, there. Yeah, man. So that was awesome. Uh, Rachel did great. Yeah. Fucking Ben. Your wife fucking kicked ass. Yeah, man. Everybody. I mean, she kicked ass on all the races. I mean, whatever, but. 
you guys but on that team you guys did awesome and you yeah. guys individually on the 15k did great too yeah. yeah all of us did man all of us did obstacle band completion all fucking weekend <laughs> that's that's Dude, an we all killed killed it man that's that's we didn't lose one band yeah that's what i'm saying yeah it, it was it was amazing it was amazing it's probably one of my best races i've done compared to all the ops all the other championship races yeah man well you guys all trained hard for it you guys did awesome so now i got i kind of like got the bug again so i may come back and train again but the thing we'll see the thing is eric i'm young man you you really are i am young dude you're only 50 and you just turned 50 yeah i mean not for nothing what my birthday coming up oh you're 51 (laughs) (laughs) i forgot september 25th oh everybody's there 25th yeah 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 (laughs) I'll be I'll be forty one. He meant to say forty one. That's all right, man. Not fifty one, but forty one, dude. But let me tell you, um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, people change their mind all the time. Yeah, and and that's that's a normal thing. It depends on the day you're having. Depends on you know what's going on in your life at the moment. And for you to change your mind and say, okay, I want to do obstacles racing, and that's perfectly fine. Damn, you know who that. cares? You know, and and whatever sport you want to do. Do that's it. the that's the great thing that we can change our minds whenever we want. Exactly, like, we're not forced to do anything. Exactly, and no one can force you. If they can, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's on you. That's on you. Exactly. Yeah, you can't let anybody force you to do anything. But that's, but that's the great thing that we have going on, or that people don't even realize that they have going on. That you can make your own choices. You can do your own thing, and this, the possibilities are endless. That's right. I agree. Yeah, man. And so yeah, like you saying. So I remember Casey told me, like, oh, Eric's going to uh, not do obstacles <laughs> racing after this. I'm like, yeah, like, right. Why? Yeah, right. Like, okay. <laughs> and then you go and you kick ass and you're like, oh, I don't oh, think no. I'm going to do yeah, that. I, I think I'm going to do it still. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But it's good it's to gonna... change it up. It's good yeah. to leave for a little bit. You know, it's it's. I normal. think you realize, like, when you do things, I mean, in general in life, like, if you change things up a little bit, you can realize either you miss it or you don't miss it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So for me, uh, I can actually say that. I'm missing it. And then as I don't do it, I'm missing it more. Yeah. But I do have a race coming up. It's the um, the Soldier Rush. Yes. That was more fun for me, but I'm still doing the Soldier Rush. And then uh, we'll see what, what happens after that. Do you feel that uh, exercise and training keeps you on point, keeps you level-headed? Like focused and level-headed and... Just like everything. Therapeutic. Yeah, it is. It is because I think the time when I stop doing this... Yeah. It's... Uh, I think I'll probably dwindle away. Right? When you stop exercising. Yeah, when you stop exercising. And I think that goes for anyone that, yeah, absolutely. that, that stops in general. Like, exercise... I think it should be in everybody's... Uh, in everybody's life. life. Some type of exercise. some Something. Mandatory. It yeah. really should Well, like I said, it's not the military. Yeah. You know what I say, fuck, you doing it, right? Yeah. But, like, it should be in everybody's life. Some type of exercise and moving around, whether it's walking, biking, swimming, whatever whatever, whatever floats your boat, you should do something. It causes, it, it, it cures a lot, man. It cures a lot of mental. And it keeps you looking young. It does. I think it Eric is. Eric Perez will tell you. Do I? <laughs> you guys, yes. you'll see a picture of this guy on my social media. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, it, it makes you look young. I think I think that's the fountain, of, the fountain of youth. I really do. It really is, man. So, Eric, is there anything that you got coming up? Anything that you want to bring up or talk about in particular? Um, move forward. As of right now, I got something working. I probably posted in social media. I just want to. I don't want. I'm not gonna say it now because I gotta work out the details. Yeah. But uh, it's something good I want to do. 
Cool. Uh, for everybody. Yeah. Um, I just need to know some numbers, but I got to work out some details. Uh, but that'd be later in social media. But no, awesome. other than that, man, this this has been great here. I mean, this is uh, I like doing this. Yeah, I had I was excited to have you on, and I really appreciate you coming on. And you guys, I'm not gonna close it out yet because I'm gonna bring up something else that's funny. Oh shit. Um, so oh, shit. you guys can find Eric at at Eric Perez OCR Nut <laughs> on Instagram. But so let's. I want to go into that a little bit because. <laughs> Good oh my God, this is Eric's Instagram. I'm sorry, Eric. I had to Eric embarrass Perez, you. Eric Perez, OCR nut. Well, why OCR nut? Uh, I I don't know. Like I was trying to figure out something, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm so crazy about this this OCR shit." I just put OCR nut at the end. <laughs> and that's it's, it. And that's it. That was the, I didn't. I couldn't come up with a good handle name like Eric Perez. Like uh -huh. fuck, I like. I don't know what to put, so I just put Eric Perez. <laughs> He's OCR nut. Fuck, oh, that's it. I'm going to just use that. Eric Perez OCR nut. So, that's, that was it. There's nothing big to that. You know, no. It's boring. It sucks. But the reason it's why right. it's hilarious is because my wife <laughs> has a tendency to mess up things that she reads a lot. So my wife would read Eric's, Eric's uh, Instagram name, and she's like, she called him Eric Perez Coconut. <laughs> That's what it looked like to her. So. Coconut. So, it does look like coconut, so actually. When you look at it fast, you, Eric Perez coconut. Coconut. But Casey does this to a lot of people's names on Instagram. And she'll <laughs> refer to the person in person as their Instagram name. That's funny, and man. And so that became like a big joke here at the gym. So we're, we start calling Eric Eric Perez coconut. Coconut. Right? So it's I a call, lot easier, Paige. So I call him Eric Perez coconut. And I just thought it was funny. You know, I, I think maybe it's, it's not that funny. Maybe I should have used that one instead of OCR. No, I, I should have used coconut. Because it sounds cool. Laugh. People are cracking up here, man. Uh, 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 I use the sound effect. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could hear it. Can they hear it? Yes, of course. All right, fuck. I just, uh, I got to get I gotta get some more headphones. I'm working on it, guys. I'm All working right. on it. It's a slow. It's, it's a slow process. Yeah, then. it's a slow process. I'm, I'm, I'm investing some money into this thing. I got this cool mixer. Um. Eric was impressed, and he's a tech guy, so that's yeah, pretty I'm, cool. Yeah, I'm very impressed with that shit, yeah. for sure. So, um, Eric, I'm really glad that you came in today. I had a blast, and we've been talking for an hour and 45 minutes. No shit? Yeah, man. Fuck, I thought it was only like 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. Damn. Dude, we ha it goes by quick here, man. It does, It's a lot man. of fun. Wow. But listen, I'm sure I'm going to get you on again soon. All right, man. You know, invite me. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to talk. I mean, we can talk about anything. We can talk about except, whatever. Except your missions. I set my mission. Yeah, because yeah, it's just I don't want to talk about like high things that I've done. No, you can't. I just, I just, it's not that I can't. I have to bust your I balls. Just, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. It's not. No. Absolutely. But I don't I think have it's to, the right thing I to do. I still have to bust your balls. And, and I appreciate yeah. that you're, you you have that, that, By the way, that personality. He put us right on thing. hold, asked me a question. I'm not going to bring it up. No. <laughs> but he was asking me if it's okay to bring it up. And I said, nah, no. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I, I put it. I'm a, glad I, he did that. I pushed mute because I'm not going to put him on the spot on a sensitive subject. Yeah. But uh, if I know you. But it's, will, a, it's a sensitive subject about the military. Don't yes. think about anything else. Yeah. Right? So, it's not about anything else. It's about something that should, I don't think anyone should ever talk about. Exactly. When it comes to military. That's why I asked you on mute. Okay, good. So, but Eric, it was awesome, man. I appreciate it. And uh, keep us posted. Yeah, man. Life yeah, man. I mean, keep uh, doing obstacle course racing. Don't yeah, I think I, I'm gonna get back into <laughs> it because I, because I'm getting the bug again. Of course you are. You're a competitor. <laughs> and wait till this soldier rush comes. I'm probably gonna fucking do the other races. Awesome, man. 
Cool, All man. Right, no, Eric. no, I thank you for bringing me on. Too. Oh, no, I thank you. I think Don't this is start. This is very helpful to talk about this, I think. It helps. It is, right? And it's people like, to understand me too, I think, right? No, it's good. It is good because it's it's like therapeutic. And I said this in my solo podcast because when you're talking and you're just getting things out, it's it, it really helps. Right. Just in general, overall well-being, it helps you learn to speak better too. You learn no, to understand people. Of course. And to listen better. Of I, course. I, I think I'm a better listener. Right. I mean, I've only done this 10 times, but, right. you know, I think, you know, but it helps like, in all aspects. And, uh, like, like, how do how do people get to your podcast? Like, uh, is it a, a website or uh, like how do you, how you can do go to Apple Podcasts on your phone? You can go to Google Play Music. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Podbean, and all these are apps that you can download and and check it out. Um, so okay. I hope I hope people get to this and and listen to your story. A brief. It's I to me it's brief. It's you know this is almost a two hour talk. Right. But it's brief because oh, yeah, you got a long story. I do. You I touched do. on some stuff. And I think it was good, and I hope people can get something out of it. And, you know, if if someone ever is going through a tough time, you know, you had a lot of tough times, and you go, coming out of the military. Think about that. Being a badass. You think you're having a tough time? Like, yeah, I agree, man. People but need then, to think. But then I'm saying even when you come out, you came out, you gained, you got to 320 pounds. Yeah. And you came back for a minute, and now yeah. you're one of the top athletes, right. you know, around here, I think, personally, right. in the gym at least. So, and we got some competitive animals in here. So, Eric, thanks again, man. Yeah, man. I mean, thank you. Help me finish this coffee over here. Even it's 11 o'clock <laughs> at night. I already fucking drank my coffee. I know. Dude. This guy slammed it. But, yeah, man, I had a great time. Thank you. And uh, everybody, clap. you want to do the clap? Yeah. There you go. This is for Eric Perez, baby. <laughs> That's it. He gets the first clap. There you go. Of the new equipment. There you go. There you go. Everybody, this is Luigi with the rest of your Perception Podcast signing out. Thank you guys for listening. Eric, thank you again. Take care, everybody.